Coming up on this episode, I review The Witcher Season 2 and why it's a lot like Game of Thrones meets Lord of the Rings. A. V. N. It's headphones nailed! And welcome back to Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host, as always, Headphones Neil, bringing you my review for The Witcher Season 2. So, I had a chance to watch all the episodes, and overall, I want to say that it was a very good season and a good progression after the events of Season 1. Um, I'm not sure why it was a lot easier to follow, possibly because it was more of a um, direct or feels, felt like a direct, you know, A to Z kind of season, whereas the first season was kind of going forwards and backwards in time with a lot of flashbacks and stuff like that. But the reason I think it was a lot better than the first season, aside from the whole thing with season one setting up characters and their motivations and interactions in the Witcher universe, is that um, season two felt like it could have taken place between Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, and Game of Thrones season one. So when watching the show, um, you we have the introduction of the elves, but in general it felt like the elves kind of were the Lannisters from Game of Thrones. They have um, a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. They they vary a little bit from um, Lord of the Rings in that they were wiped out by humans. Uh, for some reason, there was another falling out um, between after their alliance with the Age of Man in uh, Return of the King, and for some reason they were wiped out by humans, or there was another big falling out that they couldn't um, reconcile. And over time, um, due to evolutions or something like that, it feels like the elves became more like humans, or they kept some of that DNA and became the Lannisters. They had the wealth, they grew their numbers because they um, took what they wanted and they felt themselves above um, everybody else. Um, and then in general, when you're watching the season as well, when you see the mages and some of the people in the study, we get a, a look at what could potentially be an early look at the Citadel. So um, while in The Witcher it's less grandiose, um, this could have been um, something where the show takes place, you know, ages and, you know, decades or even thousands or like decades or hundreds of years prior to Game of Thrones. So over those years, the... Um, Citadel continued to grow and flourish and become a uh, recluse of sorts for the mages to the point where um, they grow their knowledge and they become that much bigger of an entity on their own. So something to consider. It wasn't as big of a thing to, that I noticed as much as the elves, but something that just stood out once I got that in my head that this, these characters could very well be related to characters in Game of Thrones. Um, and then in general, because a lot of The Witcher Season 2 takes place with a lot of turmoil and um, fighting and shifting of alliances and things like that, we have, for example, throughout a couple of times in the season, but notably at the end where we have a council of families, which could very well become the small council of the king in Game of Thrones, but then also the various uh, races and cities Rather than focusing on around, you know, Nilfgaard and some of those other cities, 
they evolve into some of the great ruling houses. So even the council that we see at the end of the season could very well have transitioned into the various houses that we see in Game of Thrones. And because of these shifting alliances or possibly to be something along the lines where they move away from the existing power structure, they set up these great houses and evolve into, you know, the Lannisters and the Starks and um, Dorne and Highgarden and all of that. Um, the other thing that stands out as well that was a particular note is that the, the season focuses a lot around the relationship between... Um, the Witcher played by Henry Cavill and Cir Princess Cirilla, or I guess Ciri. Um, and her look and feel was a lot like Daenerys Targaryen in Game of Thrones. So I got to thinking that she could potentially be the original Dragon King. This was a, a lot of the time during where she could call on the various beasts and demons and things like that and even call on a beast that looks like an early version of a dragon. So. Um, Daenerys could potentially be a, a distant relative or a, or a Ciri is her distant ancestor which is why Daenerys was able to give birth to the dragons because over time the magic was lost but she still has that DNA in her for her to be able to call on these various beasts and the dragon eggs are Daenerys's way of calling on it so um, one of those things where it was uh, Thing where all of these characters and um, themes and motifs set themselves up very well between the two. Um, and then the final bit to connect Lord of the Rings to Game of Thrones is that Ciri's parents looked a lot like um, Aragorn and then uh, Liv Tyler. I didn't have a chance to look up Liv Tyler's character again from Lord of the Rings, but Ciri's character looked like um, that um, character. So another reason why she has that power is that she has the power of... Um, humans and elves and why she can be considered an outcast and why ultimately Daenerys is also an outcast so um, when you're watching um, the shows you get a lot of those different themes so in some areas it feels like it borrows heavily from Lord of the Rings and then in other cases it feels a lot like a precursor to um, Game of Thrones so just one of those things and that's kind of the end of why I think the Witcher season two succeeded a lot better where or a lot more than where season one did. Uh, I know season one was also good. Just not having read any of the novels is hard for me to um, see that or understand all of that. But and not to say that it was bad either. But in general, I enjoyed season two a lot more just because I have themes that I am um, more familiar with. So in um, uh, watching this in season two I enjoyed it quite a bit and I can't wait to see what they do with season three now that we see that series father is still alive and how they deal with that and not to say that it has to relate to anything else but to see how they continue to bridge the evolution of these characters and societies and um, the various cities and interactions with all these various groups especially since they are all working for and against each other there's a lot of things going on and then um, the Henry Cavill Witcher and Ciri are going into hiding and Ciri is also learning about a lot of her um, powers and um, what she can do and can't do and 
um, also have to remain safe and hidden at the same time. So that's all there is for this particular uh, review. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback, or anything like that, you can find me on Twitter at PatelN01. The website is headphonesneal.reviews for past episodes, subscription links, supporting the show, and all of that good stuff. And as a supporter of the show on Patreon, you get a special bonus uh, content and update after the show um, ends as well. So um, you can help support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash PatelN01. But thanks for tuning in to this particular episode, and until next time.